Today on the Next Phase with CP podcast, Kyle Patterson. Now, Kyle is responsible for managing a broad range of conversations within Bryson Insurance, and they're located uh, in my home area of Durham region. Uh, and they do a lot of work in the community. Now, in his communication-oriented role, Kyle brings forward a simplified approach to insurance that focuses more on intertwining insurance with a company's business strategy, vision, and goals. And he, he says he's a highly collaborative partner, and I, I see that. His focus has really been to support the growth of Bryson's purpose to be caring insurance brokers. And in alignment with this purpose, he's a contributing team member in building a company culture that's recognized as a great place to work in Canada. We all want great places to work. So welcome to the podcast, Kyle. Thank you, Steve. Excited to be here. Wanted to discuss your role. Uh, why is it important to have a culture director in an organization? Yeah, that's a fantastic question. Thanks for starting there. You know, uh, I think the first thing I would say is if you have an organization of ours in size under 50 employees, but a good, you know, really good size organization, you may not have somebody dedicated full time to culture. That, that, that's my role too. Like I, I don't have it as a dedicated full time responsibility, but still having somebody in the organization accountable or looking at who we are as an organization, how we operate where we're going to in our future and who do we need to be to get to that future is really important just to have somebody with that uh, lens within the organization. I've always felt that, you know, companies go to great efforts to create their mission and their vision and what they want to be. But unless that connects to every employee from the top to the bottom, it doesn't work. And you know, I, I, I think that that's got to be a major role for yours at, at Bryson to ensure that, that everybody is sort of rowing in the same direction. Am I, am I right with that? Yeah, absolutely. And there's a different approaches companies take. And they're definitely, you know, oftentimes uh, some top based thinking where the top is going to say, this is who we are. And this is the, the culture or the norms that we're going to follow. Um, but we really take in more of an organic approach, listening and collaborating with our team to really uncover um, what it is the individual team members care about, what departments care about, then what do we collectively care about? Uh, and then how do we take all of that to deliver the experience to our clients and to the community as a whole? Um, so, so it's kind of that inside out approach more than I, uh, this is who we want to be. So start being it. The last year, it's almost felt like we've been hit by a two by four with the pandemic and going from a collaborative work environment to a work from home environment. How has Bryson coped during this period? Yeah, we, everybody has had a different experience through that. As an organization, we were 
really fortunate, I think, and in terms of our adaptability and flexibility, we were able to deploy uh, certain technologies pretty quick that allowed us to continue to communicate and connect as a team. And then um, whether it was through our social committee or, or just through you know, uh, intentional action, we put a lot of different uh, uh, activities, virtual activities on the calendar with each other. Uh, we were actually going through a, a big change at the same time with our, uh, our, our background broker management system. And so that was, was wild too, in terms of you know, training everybody onto a new system, merging all, all the data and really making sure that was seamless on top. So we just made sure to put a lot of opportunity for the team to be together. Uh, early on, we even hired a, you know, a comedian to come in and, um, and joke around with us, but we just had a, like a routine and we still do that today. We, we have a lot of different types of things that show up in the calendar that are either fun um, like we play these different games to get to know people or serious like meditation breaks and things like that. Um, and so it's been good overall, but it's taken some time to adapt to it. And now we're, we're really quite running like a pretty good virtual, virtual operation that still has the intention of being back, you know, physically together in some capacity. Do you think that that's going to change, you know, as companies, start to have employees back into their offices after 18 months of, of being in a home office environment are you going to be able to adapt to that people will have different needs uh, they'll be caring for for aging population some may have kids uh, i mean are you are you going to take steps to try to be a more flexible workforce yeah, absolutely. It's funny on both sides, isn't it? Like um, we're creatures of habit and, you know, in general, a lot of people are resistant to change, just things that are new. So we went through one phase where everybody was now working from home and went through resistance to the change of now not getting to be together, not getting up, do your morning routine, like not having any of that. And now we have the complete opposite effect where, um, you know, there's people who have different forms of, of stress and anxiety around the idea of getting back up and starting that routine again um, and having to come back into an office. And so what I would say is that, you know, for, for us as an organization is just continuing to listen and be adaptive and, and um, really create an experience that works for everybody. Um, at the end of the day, we all know what we have to do to, to sort of win our day in, in when our days, you know, serving our clients and ensuring our clients have great, great service and ensuring that our team is working well together. How we go about doing that is, is, is uh, less and less of an importance than that why of delivering that, uh, that exceptional ex uh, service experience. So we are coming up with a pretty uh, flexible option uh, structure. I, uh, I, I was fortunate the last 12 years of my career has been spent in the insurance space with uh, Sun Life and, and then with the Insurance Bureau of Canada. I always find that people don't start their careers wanting to get into insurance, but when they get into insurance, it is a fascinating field. Uh, and, and, you know, how did you get into insurance? Yeah, thank you. It is fascinating. So I've always been interested in business. I mean, when I was very young, I was already reading, you know, annual reports and studying companies. And 
I was uh, ran a couple of businesses as a child myself. So just the passion for for business has always been in my background. And as I you know came came uh, came through my life, I've had these different experiences. Um, and I never had the intention of being in the in the field of insurance. I found it to be you know pretty redundant and boring. Was my outside looking in uh, um, perspective, and I actually met the Bryson management team, um, pitching them a different product, a different uh, service. And when I met them, the uh, the the air of energy, how they showed up, they actually brought you know the the management team. To that meeting versus just one person to, to sign off on something and they all wanted to know how to participate and be engaged. So it was just a much different experience and I kept having conversations from there. And now being in insurance, what I find fascinating is that it does serve my um, desire. I, I get to work with uh, different commercial clients, business clients, and we really do get involved in company strategy, why they created a company, what challenges they're having, where do they want to go. And then we kind of partner with them to help find those those solutions and help be an advisor with them in their future, not just, you know, selling a product, which is what I thought before getting into this world, it was kind of all about. It's, it's, uh, it's amazing that I always called insurance almost a begrudged purchase because you would, you know, you would get your invoice and you go, oh, I'll have to do this again. But in all reality, when you need insurance, it's important to understand what you have and then be able to work with, in, in the case here, a broker uh, to be able to help you through that process. Yeah, absolutely. It's funny because I know so many different things in our, in our life have become, you know, clicked to, to complete. And that, that desire for efficiency and uh, smoothness with technology is, is there. But, you know, what that leads to sometimes is people purchasing things that they don't really know what they're buying. There's so many uh, subsections in an insurance policy to understand what it is that you're actually purchasing. And most people find out if they purchase the right thing after they have a claim. And so sometimes our process is a bit lower um, because we'd like to really understand what the risk profile is and, and what coverage is required. And we'd like to also share and explain uh, why that might be a, you know, a proper insurance coverage. So um, yeah, what I find is that when we do get a chance to work with clients that, um, that, that, that uh, cliche of people get to sleep, you know, people sleep a little better. I actually do find that when, you know, clients who, when, when they work with us, do get a bit more peace of mind or looking at it the other way, they get to focus more on their business, knowing that we got their, their back. Um, so uh, yeah, it's, it's, it, it's one of those things that can be just a transactional thing, but we don't really take that approach. I'm going to pivot here slightly to, the idea of of not only the work you do inside of Bryson but outside, and I find that you you seem to embrace the idea of networking a great deal. You've uh, been active with the Whitby Chamber. Uh, you're even on our Brooklyn Downtown Development Steering Committee. Why do you, why is it important for you to to engage with these networks locally and 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 build your own network? Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a fun, I could, you know, that could be a 
long answer. I think in in short, a couple of there's a couple of things. When I was young, coming out of university, I really didn't know anybody in the community. So one of the things was to um, pair giving back and being part of the fabric of the community with getting to know people. And I found, you know, the best way to do that was choose a community or club that had that were doing the kind of work that I could get behind. So I could meet the people who cared about things in that same same way. So I joined the uh, Optimist Club in Brooklyn at that time. And um, I was on the advice of a counselor, uh, uh, Sue Pitchforth, uh, who was our North Ward counselor during that time. And um, and since then, I just kind of continued to, to grow out in, in that way in the community, continue doing good work, but meeting good people while doing good work. Um, because it kind of was in, in a way self-filling the other side, which is what everybody's kind of seeking. We're, we're seeking purposeful work because work can feel like it's kind of on a, a hamster wheel a bit sometimes. And so, you know, how could you actually add purpose and create your own purpose versus waiting for purpose to be given to you? I found that through through networking uh, as well and just building those, those longstanding relationships. But for me, it was never about sort of I'm just seeking business or seeking a referral partner. It was really more about um, building authentic connections with people that could last the, that kind of test of time and have more like uh, extended family than it is kind of just another person in the business community. I speak uh, often with young people, mostly in communications, um, some who are new to the country, some who are new and trying to find their first job. Do you have any advice for young people starting and trying to build their networks? How, how, how should they approach that? Sure. So, I mean, my approach was unique and individual to me. And I think that that's in part the answer is find out what it is that interests you, what likes, where you would like to allocate your time and then go into the community and, and seek out what's there. And when I say go into the community and seek out what's there, yes, you could search online and find out what community groups are there. I remember doing searches back in that time and I even think of the, the pages anyway. It was, it was a funny time how they, how they put community groups online. Um, but also reach out. I, I, I remember going into the Chamber of Commerce when I was uh, right out of university just to go in and say hi and chat with them. And, you know, I've been involved with the chamber since that time in some capacity. And um, the, the Whippy Chamber, that is, in this conversation. Um, and so they helped guide me. They took time out of their day to say, oh, you can go look at this, you can go look at that. They may have actually been the ones that connect me with the North Ward counselor in Brooklyn. Um, and so that would be my recommendation from a business case is to actually just go and have a conversation with the Chamber of Commerce. They're heavily involved in the community and they can point you in the right directions. And then they also have committees that you might just find yourself ready to jump into and serve on right away. Um, because a lot of the chamber activities are also community activities too. Um, those two worlds kind of blend into one. I think it, it, it's a, a way to build uh, trust with the members. And I think people will work with people that they know and they trust and, and they're great ways uh, to get started. Uh, what, what's sort of next for you? you, you you're, you're working in culture. What, what would you really like to see in the future? 
Oh, what's, what's next? I mean, the, um, well, I think what's really exciting now, you talk about culture. So through that lens, uh, what's really exciting is what are we going to do with this new opportunity uh, on our plates today? Um, and what I mean is that, um, you know, the, what, what we're coming out of on the other side of this pandemic is really an opportunity to look at what it is to build a great place to work, what it is to build a functioning organization that serves potentially a higher purpose, but also is still running a very good business practice. And so that is very exciting for me to think about how do we do that in a way that serves all stakeholders, meaning our, our employees, the community, our clients, um, and, and just the greater good of all. And then on the other side, probably by the time this is published, I'll have, a, I'll have my first uh, child in the world. So that's also what's-, what's uh, That, that what's changes next. your world completely. That's a whole yeah. different culture experience. My oldest turns 30 on Sunday. Uh, time does go by very quickly. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I, I am super, super excited for it. And I hear, you know, what I love is hearing all the different opinions and perspectives and advice and uh, what I can really see that I never really had access to before is how much people really do love their children and love parenting. And you can really see it coming through their eyes when they're talking about you know, what it's going to be like uh, and, and what that moment is. So that's really what's uh, next for me, <laughs> most right in front of my face. Well, listen, thank you so much for this and uh, uh, continued success in everything that you do. Yes, thank you, Steve. This was an absolute pleasure. Uh, thank you for this opportunity. I just wanted to say before uh, I wrap this up that uh, for Bryson Insurance, uh, very well-known name in this region, but they're a, a boutique insurance brokerage. They serve clients across Ontario and across Canada. So I'm not just telling you that their business is only here in, in, in Whippy or Durham region. There's a real team approach to managing their clients. They, they, they believe in this personalized service and they're really a partner and, and everything. And I think it's important to have a good frank chat with your insurance representative. Uh, for more information, you can go to their website, uh, brysoninsurance.ca. I will put that in the description to the website. And with that, I'm bringing a close to another of the Next Phase podcast. You have an interesting story to tell. Drop me a line. Visit stevekeycommunications.ca. Uh, this uh, podcast will be up on all the regular networks. And I thank you for listening.